dahidun and goes unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go force it out. I know, force it out. Okay. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie that I've never seen. I'm Lauren, and I have seen Alan coming in person when Alex and I saw Cabaret in New York City, and Emma Stone was there too, and it was amazing. I forgot about that. I got very excited <laughs> for a moment. I was like, oh my God, Lauren. Um, I'm Alex, and my first concert was NSYNC and, <gasps> and Smash Mouth. Oh my. Mm-mm. That was not my first concert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm Steven, and uh, the film Can't Hardly Wait has been my main inspiration to write teen comedy films since I was like eight. <laughs> and I've never seen Josie and the Pussycats. How? Mm, yeah. Alex, let him have it. You're let a- him have it. You're on the podcast with like the number one fans of Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> like I can tell by the the like the the verbal abuse I took on Saturday from Lauren about not having seen this movie. Yeah, not only me, Eric also. I cannot believe how much Eric likes this movie. And he, his mom hates it because she thought it was ridiculous. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? This movie's like amazing. I really want to know. Steven's thoughts so bad. I'm like, we were talking, we had a huge discussion on what movies do you hate? And I'm like, I don't know if he'll, I don't think he'll hate this movie, but I'm just, I'm concerned. Okay. But I do want to start the podcast because I thought last, so last time we did Ratatouille, we did what parents need to know at the end, but I want to do this in the beginning. Okay. So I, so now we're kind of doing this common sense media thing where we go on the website, look up the movie and we, it's a funny little thing. And I kind of liked how they put this. Okay, here's what parents need to know about Josie and the Pussycats. Parents need to know that without the rough language that secured this PG-13 like rating, the ideal audience for this movie would be that n- neglected category of 7 to 12-year-old girls who might find it fun to see Barbie dolls come to life and who might find the message of loyalty and independence empowering. But the language gives it a sour overtone that makes it inappropriate for that group as well. Okay, I was probably 12. That sounds like Eric. (laughs) That sounds like Eric. (laughs) Before we start, Alex, please tell me why you love this movie. When did you first see this movie? Um, Okay, so this movie came out in 2001, early 2001. So I was eight years old. So I was that neglected seven to 12 year old girl. (laughs) You were. (laughs) And I can't remember. Um, so I think it was like a big thing on MTV at the time. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. But like I I just I loved the music in it mm-hmm. um, and just like kept it on my radar for a long time. And it is one of my top movies. It has to be right. Like top 10. Oh, yeah. For me, and that, oh, I love that you brought up Can't Hardly Wait, Stephen, because and that's why you had to do this podcast. Yeah. Like, because we are both madly in love with that movie. Yeah, we've talked about the movie since like the first time I think we met each other. Yes, we seriously did. And that's well over a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, even like early inspirations of the podcast, because I remember Fernando had never seen Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, when we made him sit yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, okay, Can't Hardly Wait is also one of my like top movies. Me it's, too. Yeah. 
Um, and I remember one of the first times we hung out in college, like, mind you, we've like knew about each other for probably three years in college. Right. And then after three years is when we started hanging out. And one of the first times we hung out was at Lauren's mom's house. (laughs) And we made Nando sit there and watch Can't Hardly Wait with us. Did he like it? Not really. Did my brother, did did my brother think that we were weird and left halfway through the movie? Yeah. I don't even (laughs) remember Ray being there. Oh my gosh, that's really weird. That is weird. Do you remember this? I don't. I do remember this. Because you were there. Because Josh was there as well, and that's the reason I remember that. Oh my before. god, how many people were at my house? There was a quite a few people. I think there was a lot. Was this a party? <laughs> I, I think it turned into a party. Oh my god. I feel like it turned into a party. But I, yeah, Fernando was like, eh, whatever about it, which is weird because like I've shown him so many movies, I just that never hit me to show him that one. Yeah, that's such a special movie to me in my yeah, heart because when I was when I was young. I would constantly watch that movie with my dad again. I can't believe my parents let us watch it. You know what I mean? Kind of. I, mean, I mean, like, my parents didn't care, but also I had an older brother who was, like, eight years older, yeah. so he's like, hey, let's watch a movie. So mm-hmm. I think for majority of my, like, upbringing, when I was, like, eight or nine, I was watching probably cycling through Can't Hardly Wait, American Pie, and, like, mm-hmm. Trojan War, which is, like, oh my God. <laughs> another yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to look for that movie for a while. Oh, that's such a oh. That's another one. That's that's yeah. such a good movie. Oh man, were we all like it. teenagers in the 1990s? <laughs> yeah, like we basically, all should, basically. we all should have hung out in like middle school and shit. I know. So the reason why we bring up Can Hardly Wait is because writer directors of this movie are mm-hmm. Harry El Elfont and mm-hmm. Deborah yeah. Kaplan. Um, and yeah, I didn't know that they they also did this movie. And I didn't like, that, either. That just like, makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It does, like, big time. I'll talk about that, too, when we yeah. get to that point. You should have been. Okay, so we did a screening now. I was so excited to watch this movie in person with Steven, who hasn't seen it. And he takes notes. And I'm like, he probably won't take Do notes. Do I hide it that well? That I, whether I like the movie or not? Yes, I feel like you did. And there was laugh out loud moments. And I was like, <gasps> should I write this down? Do I record? I didn't know. Okay. But I was so excited. But I could not believe how much note taking he did on this movie. Yeah, three was... pages. It's just three pages. <laughs> okay, it's just three pages. But still, I was like, holy shit. I didn't write notes this time because I know this movie like backwards and forwards. Same. I mean, we're we're gonna be like like smiley and ratatouille sprinkling quotes throughout this movie. I just I can't like I can't wait. Mel, I want a car. Like that's what we <laughs> always quote it all the time. Alex knows. Okay, before we get dive into more of the movie characters, everything like that. So I asked Stephen, what did you know about this movie, and what was your reply? Nothing. I can't believe you. Didn't like, know like anything the, what about little it. I knew about this movie was because you told me about it, yeah. legitimately. And you know, like, why didn't I see this movie? Type of thing. Uh-huh. I didn't remember it existed. Like you never knew. I, it I knew it existed when it came out. I didn't see it. I didn't remember it being a freaking film. And they're like, yeah. "Isn't Josie and the Pussycats?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's a movie." Mm-hmm. And I only remember the only the only thing that thing sticks in my mind. I remember seeing is Rachel Lee Cook in like the blue outfit at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. That's the only thing I remember. That's pretty much it. I know. Oh I knew nothing about this movie at all. No. So when did you find out that they wrote that they the, the writers of Canada wrote, wrote this movie? Like when, literally right now? Literally like Saturday when he told me or Sunday. Oh my God. Sunday. Sunday when he told me. How did you feel about that? Is it shocking? No. No. Not at all. No, it feels like it. It feels like yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Like okay, so they're a super inspiring pair uh because you, you know, you and I love right 
love writing screenplays. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so fucking cool that they're, they're friends and they, I think they studied film in college together, yeah. started writing movies, and they did Can't Hardly Wait, which is a really, it's a cult classic. Yeah. And I think this one is too. And I, okay, so I'm like, what else did they do? And I think they did that other, that other movie and it was okay. Like, what was it called? It's with, um, oh, this is bad research. And I'm madly in love with her. Amy Adams. It's mm-hmm. with Amy Adams and she is like proposing to her boyfriend. Oh, Lee Pierre. Lee Pierre. Did no. you, did you guys see that never movie? Saw that. No, I've never seen that one either. Okay. Yeah. It was, it's a cute movie. It's like, but it's not like, like these two where mm. they kind of just live in our minds rent free. How mm. the kids say, I, I just, <laughs> I can't. Like it's, there's just so many. For real estate. Yeah. And, I don't know. I was just surprised. And I think they tried writing a TV show, too. And I don't think it made it or anything like that. But I feel like I had heard about it. Anyway, I just think they're a super inspiring, like, pair of writers who I think it's so cool that they come together. Like, it's a it's a man and a woman coming together and writing scripts. And I think that's super fascinating. So they also did a very Brady sequel. <gasps> oh, my God. I can, that makes sense now. <laughs> and another sequel, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, oh that's kind of disappointing. That's Bummer, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Still still good pair, though, I have to say. I mean, you can't let go of what they've already done. But, yeah. I don't know. That's two cartoon movies, though. <gasps> yeah. Because this, too. Yeah, they can make another one? <laughs> Jesus. I know. They can write Jabberjaw next or what? I... I don't know anything about the comic books. I don't know anything about like the whole Archie universe. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? No, I mean, I just know the characters, right? Like, I know uh-huh. like Jughead and Archie. Like, I, I know Riverdale's a show because I'm a teacher and my kids talk about it like oh, constantly, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what the hell's going on in that show. But it's yeah. like, when I heard Riverdale, I'm like, Riverdale, this, like, this, this must be some kind of like joke making fun of making fun of Archie comics. And then it was like, oh, part of Archie comic. Oh, this is actually just in the same universe. Yeah. I didn't realize that. For the longest time, I never got that line where she's like, he's like, why are you even here? It's because I'm in the comic book. Oh my God. <laughs> I never yeah. got that for the longest time. A lot of fourth wall breaking in this movie. Mm-hmm. Little, little things. I loved it, though. I loved it, though. Um, Alex, what is it about this movie that you just love it? Always rewatch it. Um, so quotes, I love. It's mm-hmm. so 2000s. Like, it is we always talk about how movies are like peak whatever year they come out in. This is like peak 2001. It like yeah. I I was a young girl who shopped at Limited too. Loved the mall. <laughs> I loved the mall. And this is like I remember um like stores like Sam Goody and like FYE, like stores that don't exist anymore. Like and you would go and you would flip through the CD cases. Like I feel so old, but <laughs> like I mean, I heard Hillary Duff's album by standing on one of those like little booths where you put the headphones on and you get the previews. Uh, Steven's giving me a horrible look. What? That album is amazing. Whatever. It's just a classic um, for I, me. I wasn't listening to that. As a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I had an older brother. So like at that point, like I was probably listening to what he had. Pearl Jam. Yeah. And, like, which I mean to reference the Can't Hardly Wait, right? they're really good seats i like how we're gonna quote carefully for this podcast but yeah like some pearl jam and like i guess smashing pumpkins that's like through with me right. i mean obviously i knew these bands too because like you couldn't turn on the tv without hearing them and mm-hmm. like and then to go with alex saying with like the peak 2001 like it is just boy band central beginning in this movie like it just 
felt like MTV 2001 in every way. Like, I thought that was going to turn on Room Raiders next and then go to TRL Oh, after. my God. You know, I had to explain to Eric what Room Raiders was. <laughs> he had never heard. He knew the bullshit shows next. He would talk all kinds of shit. I was like, wait, those shows are classics, whatever. But I was like, have you ever seen Room Raiders? He's like, what's that? And I'm like, bro, you're not. No. Yeah. But. You know, and I feel like, and Eric and I have talked about it before. It's like, don't you just love those movies where it's very early 90s, but you know it's kind of still in the 80s era mm-hmm. a little bit? I kind of feel like this is like you're leaving the 90s, but going into yeah. a new century yeah. and with the boy band kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Also, Alex, I'm very jealous that you've seen Sync. I don't remember I- anything oh about God. watching them. I was, I was nine. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was all about them. Um, when I was, yeah, very young, all about them until they broke up. But, you know, I never got to see them in concert. I've always had friends that had and yeah, but that's okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, the music is also another huge thing in this movie. Like, mm. um, I, so I texted you on Sunday because I didn't know that we were going to do this podcast today and yeah. I was like, Neither I need to jump I. on. <laughs> yeah. So Lauren was like, oh, well, like you didn't watch the movie, but you know a lot about it. And I was like, no, I, I watched it like on Sunday. <laughs> I can't believe we watched it. I was like, I wait, to. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. And so that's why I, I texted you and said, hey, the album's now on Spotify. Because yeah. Eric found the, the album at Half Price Books and I was very upset because I yeah. said, I want it. Um, and then you gave it to me for my birthday. Two, yeah. Two years it's, ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. It's like $10 on Amazon. And I think that's how I think that was actually how Eric found it. He found it on Amazon and then he bought it. I can't hardly and wait CDs over there. You come oh, yes. <laughs> I got him the can't hardly wait soundtrack at half price books. And they had several copies, mind you. OK. And that album is so good. So good. Um, I think that's another good like thing that they can do in these movies, because that was one of the best soundtracks to me. Yeah. And then this movie. Holy shit. And I cannot wait. So we're, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna hear. Well, you know, to go to your point, that kind of sticks with me too. The music of this film, because the music's mm-hmm. great. Like, admittedly, I put here. Admittedly, this music is really good from the beginning. Yeah. Like, just from the start. Oh, like, God. I was, I, I was like writing oh. down the lyrics in my notes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I like God. this a lot. I don't know why I yeah. like this for, mm-hmm. um, but it's great. Um, not, not the terrible backdoor lover lyrics, but that's mean? great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think you know one thing that's stuck with me too about like these uh, about Elfon and Kaplan's movie style is mm-hmm. like. When I write now, I still write with like mental musical cues in my head. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's because of movies like this, because like you grew up hearing and watching movies like this where you, you see like the light like medley into the background or it delves into like the music that plays into the scene. And I still do that when I write. And I mm-hmm. think that's the only reason I know, how to, I know how to even imagine using music in film. Right. Man, because that is really hard. And I I'm, I feel like they probably wrote original music for this movie. Right, yeah. Like, and and obviously she's not really singing it. Yeah, obviously. It's really great. Letters to Cleo, front woman, Kay Hanley. That's insane. She's also the lead singer of the fake band Intending to Hate About You, The, yes. rain, the Raincoats, right? Um, Or yeah. something like that? That's a good movie, too. Man. Oh, yes. That's a good one, too. I showed that to uh, my freshman class last year before Christmas break of Taming of the Shoe for, uh-huh. for plays. Had any of them never seen it? Two of them had, and they thought it was like the greatest movie ever. And oh, so they're okay. like, "You have to see this movie." Whenever they're talking to everybody in class, <laughs> I can't imagine. You should show this movie to the kids. Oh, not, okay. you know, not that it's any. I mean, I think you have satire. Talk it, about that later true. too. There's a lot of talk about satire here. I know. Yeah, 
that that's really the sell of this movie though is the music and i was try i was reading a little bit about like racially cook how she's like i cannot sing i can't play guitar she actually kind of pulled it off a little well mm-hmm. i mean is it me or did i just get like Haley william vibes from her from the, oh. from the band in general yeah yeah i have that in my notes you have, I have it in, your it notes? in my notes i knew you were gonna write it down Shut because- up, <laughs> i knew you were gonna write it down because she is absolutely just so cute and just adorable in this movie. I this is like for me this is top tier like of Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, she's got she's all that, but there's I feel like I like this movie a little bit better, um, like performance wise. And we actually talked about it before we watched the movie. And Stephen brought up a good point that like out of the three of them, it's probably Rosario Dawson that still has like a really big career, yeah, right? Biggest yeah. career by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Which is I think is amazing because I actually really love her character in this movie. I think I feel like when I watched her kind of later on, I didn't really realize it was her in this movie. And I think I just loved it even more because I think I really started to kind of recognize her in Clerks too, mm-hmm. which is like, this is really strange, but that is like in a top 25. I love that films. movie. That's like in my Gosh, top 100 somewhere. Man, that movie is awesome. Yeah. And I saw it before Clerks. But anyway, she's just an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Tara Reid over here too. Oh, God. Before she went crazy. Yeah. You know, Smiley saw her in person really? when she did a Victoria Comic Con. Mm, <laughs> she said she so did weird. not. <laughs> she didn't look good, apparently. But anyway, there's going to be, we're, we are going to delve into the album and the songs and everything. I really want to know, like, if y'all had favorites. But I do want to ask if Steven just even liked this movie. I feel like he did. I'm getting a vibe. I'm getting a vibe that he liked it. What do you think? I think so. Alex, what do you think? Even though you weren't here, but I have a feeling. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes to you. I liked it. <gasps> I knew Yay. it. Yay. It good. good. It good w- welcome to the club. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the club. It was a good movie. Yeah. We're, we're always just going to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'd watch it again then to that. Well, there you go. Wow. We can just finish here. Just kidding. Right. No, yeah, um, right. <laughs> well, at least we know the answer to that. But um, so you were you like, okay, you didn't know the plot at all. And when he brought up the product placement, I'm like, he doesn't know yet that that's like the whole point yeah. of this movie. Yeah, I haven't noticed people would be complaining about this product placement so bad right now. Yeah, and then like, and then like ten minutes, later, I'm like, oh, it's everywhere on purpose. Okay, yeah, we're good. yeah. We're good. <laughs> I never got that for like the longest time. Again, it was just the appeal to me of like uh, the girls getting famous, the friendship, and then the music is really what appealed to me when I was younger. I guess the whole Barbies coming to life kind of thing. Um, by the way, okay, so this movie isn't, like, reviewed very well, which is kind of shitty. Like, Roger Ebert gave it, like, one and a half stars. Yeah, Roger Ebert. Yeah, I know, it's him. He was, like, comparing it to Spice World, and I'm like, whoa, that's a good movie, too. Oh, I don't watch that. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, my. I haven't don't, seen... don't, don't make me do that one, too. Okay, I won't. I haven't seen it as an adult. Like, I legit haven't seen it since I was probably 12. I did love the reference to the Spice Girls, though, when they showed, like, the different um, bands that have gone through, like, destruction. Oh, yeah. And like, the Spice <laughs> the Girls there, and they're both, like, X'd out, basically. I know, I loved your reaction when Eugene Levy came out. Yeah. <laughs> that small best, part. best movie dad, man. Best movie dad. Yes. I know. I, should we go dive into characters? Alex, who's your favorite out of everyone? That's hard. Um, Probably Wyatt. Because mm-hmm. I love Alan Cumming so I bad. <laughs> like, I, I really, really like him. Yeah, he's probably my favorite. Yeah, I was going to say him too, honestly. But I, I can't like, I just love um, Josie so much. Uh, so I've had probably have to say her just because I, I, I love the style. I love her attitude. I, you know, watching, watching this movie again, I was like, man, they have such a great friendship and that's really cool. Like, 
I don't know what it is. I've seen this movie a million times, but I think that's such a great appeal um, is how like comfortable they are with, around each other, how nice it is to have friends. And I don't know. I just thought that was really nice to see. But I almost said Wyatt too. I don't know. Do you have one? Um, see, I like everybody for like in movie and certain parts. So like I like Val in a big part of the movie as well. Yeah. It's probably Josie though. It's but, probably Josie. Yeah, by a long shot. Like mm-hmm. it just... She just fits the quintessential like heroine in these movies this time period like uh-huh. so bad like it's it's pretty great she does a good job. I didn't know this, but like I think the producers of Can't Hardly Wait kept her in mind. I didn't know she auditioned for the lead in Can't Hardly Wait. Is that <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt's part? Yeah, yeah, it is. Amanda I Beckett. Oh my God, I don't know. I don't I, know I, how I feel I about it. I can't buy her as Amanda Beckett. I'm I sorry. can't. No, Amanda Beckett is, has to be Jennifer Love Hewitt. It, it does. Be anybody else. Yeah, I know. It's, That's too iconic at this point. At this point, yeah. I just, I don't know. She was, and then, so the, I kind of like that they kept her in mind, because this is a really, even though she was like, I can't they do They kept everybody in mind, because this is basically <gasps> oh Harley Waits' sequel, <laughs> yeah. when you look at everybody in the movie. Yeah. I brought up to Lauren within like the first two seconds of the jury coming out with everybody there with Breckenmeyer and Faison. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this just Love Burger? I know. It's the reunion it's that the they reunion, wanted right? in the movie. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. But yeah, like it, it was pretty um, pretty great at the beginning there. Oh my God. Okay. Was I yeah. imagining that the opening plane had Target logos everywhere? Was I, uh, yes. Okay, no, okay. no, it okay, does. Like, it, okay. And I think um, it has like, it's not Dawn, but it's some sort of like dish soap. Oh yeah. 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 That was so random. I never noticed that before. I should have like I should just go back and rewatch this movie and just look at all the product placements. Stuff. Yeah. So um IMDB facts. Yes. There are approximately seventy three companies that have product placements. Jesus. And wow. no money was received for any of these product placements. So it really was just like a huge like running joke. Mm-hmm. Wow. So do like do you think they had to get permission or like they didn't have to worry about that at all? probably had to get permission at least to right. put their logo within it right because that's the whole point because right. otherwise it's yeah but i i mean i don't really understand why people would be upset like why do people not like product placement i don't think that's a big deal no there's always commercialization i guess that's like the concept of mm-hmm. it but like eh. i feel like there's it's ways to, like worse a, things to be annoyed with in a movie then oh hey she has an iphone it's clear yeah like yeah who cares i know yeah that, that's never been a big deal because when you mention that i'm like yeah, that's an interesting discussion because it's never really bothered me seeing a character drink a Coke. I have to say the beginning is like when I was younger, like that's all I ever wanted to watch. I just wanted to watch. Sometimes I was like, I wish this was a movie about Dujour because oh they're so great. It is clearly a love burger reunion. And I think that that was the thing is because I love that movie so much and you see all them together again. And it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Dujour means family. Right? <laughs> Dujour. Yeah. <laughs> DeJour means seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, when he was like, safety positions or crash yeah. positions. <laughs> that was so great. Yeah, that opening part had me just like, I was like, oh my God. Did Which you already great. love it? <laughs> it, it, it? I was like, I'm going to like this movie. Like just immediately because of how like, again, it was so ridiculous, but it was, mm-hmm. it was great. I'm always like, too bad your mama couldn't give <laughs> you a good face. face. <laughs> like take that back right now. Oh my God, I told Steve and I say that all the time. <laughs> Take that back right now. I love that. I just love that. <laughs> yeah, the beginning is like one of the best parts. It's so classic. It's so early 2000s. The fans screaming, the crying. It's so good. It's um, Justin Chatwin is the dude fan. The one who's like, I have all their clothes from DuJour Couture. Oh, 
Justin Chatwin. The dude from fi- from Shameless. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I saw some of the people. I saw like Catherine Isabel. She was like one of the crazy fans, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like a good horror movie actress. Holy crap! That's so random. Anyway, yeah, that whole part is that definitely has to be one of my favorite scenes. Is that entire intro, um, even leading up to the song because the song is so damn good. I just I don't know. There's so, there's still so many scenes. But Alex, what did, what stands out to you as a favorite scene? Oh, that's like so hard. It's hard, right? I guess favorite part of the movie. Like, I feel like the beginning chunk is like just my favorite in general. Like all the way from like the very beginning to like them getting the makeovers and becoming number one. You know what I mean? Like, isn't it strange that this all happened within a week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So believable. It's great. I think my favorite part is where they're at Fiona's party and they're in her <laughs> they're in her girly room. <laughs> that part on. is so weird, man. <laughs> Sit down. We'll gossip. Whatever she says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I heard you laugh out loud at something. I think it was with all the when she had all the snacks. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's all this sitting there, like, oh, that part was great. Admittedly, I was like, what the hell? Is this? So, like, she had like the Skittles and like the Bugles and everything. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, Bugles. Because um, the guy backstage was eating those too. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, those are so old school. Yeah. Uh, one note I kept putting on my nose, like every uh-huh. few seconds was like, Tara Reed, she's so dumb. And I kept putting this like in bold throughout my notes. Cause, like, yeah. Especially when she started doing the, if you're happy, you know it, clap your hands part. Yeah. I just kept, and I, I laughed like every time mentally. I was like, oh my God, she's so dumb. It's great. It's great. Okay. It's great. So it's not an annoying dumb because no, sometimes no. like when you see characters like it's too much yeah. sometimes. Oh, I agree. I've seen too dumb in film. Yeah, and it's kind of a bummer. But yeah. with hers, and I was wondering if you were going to think that about her no, character because no, no, no. because of your reactions to her. <laughs> and I'm going to be in, and I can be over here, and we can be in the family room, or I can be here. That was super cute. She's just a cute person. I was. Where <laughs> she's with Carson Daly, he's like, "What's your sign?" She's like, "I'm a Scorpio." I was like, "I'm a Cancer." <laughs> Swings hits Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, and um, it's kind of wild because they—I knew it was a big thing, but they dated right yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Wow, so two thousands. Yeah, I like wanted to be on TRL so bad, and I was like, just. Just wait until I grow older. And we all went to New York, but TRL was gone by that time. You know, Alex, I feel like if you were older in the 90s, you would have made it happen. Right. For some reason, I feel like you would have made it happen. (laughs) We were jamming out to like 90s club music today. And I asked my brother and Smiley, I was like, would you guys like want to be a 20 year old in the 90s? Would you have gone out clubbing and... They were like, yeah, I guess so. That would have been really nice. I don't know what I probably would have. Been. I don't know what I would have been at that time. Well, the grunge era was yeah, huge. Yeah, that's, that's probably would have been. So, I feel like that would have been it, but I don't know. Like I think I was, I was always envious, like seeing them and Carly Way be that age. And yeah, then, I'm basically just Preston. So like, it's kind of just, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> Preston. Preston, yeah. Oh my god, can we just watch that movie <laughs> yeah. too? No, <laughs> Seriously. Uh, uh, one thing I also pointed out too was mm-hmm. I, the makeover scene was hilarious too, especially at the end when she's sitting there. And they just come in and gives her the one swipe of her hair. Yeah. And, and that's it. She's that's made it. up. Her, her hair is done. Gosh, her hair is great in this movie. Uh, I, Isn't yeah. it a wig? <gasps> I don't know. If you like pay attention, I think it's a wig. Really? I feel like in some scenes you can kind of tell. 
but it's such a and she has such great eyebrows like i'm not i think i notice eyebrows a lot more Mm -hmm. um i don't really updo mine very well like it's not something i know how to do and that was something else i was going to bring up um was outfits and makeup like the eye makeup was so good it was so bold but it wasn't too like too it was so 90s. glittery. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I guess it kind of was. Well, there was 90s. a lot of glitter in this movie. I'll tell you that. Oh much. yeah. If you saw like that last outfit, and they're like, whenever they're doing the, um, I forgot what part, but like, oh, it's at that party, and they're just like covered oh, in glitter. Yeah. They're just covered in glitter, but it makes you feel better. On notes, I put. Uh, I'm not gonna say everything because I don't read all my notes verbatim because there's, okay. there's a lot of swearing in them. <laughs> oh, uh, the uh, the red and brown highlights on Josie is actually just life because it's just total like stop you're pretty i get stop, it i get it i get it <laughs> i know she is really that dress and i wanted to bring up outfits i'm trying to figure like fiona had amazing outfits <laughs> it's it's ridiculous i think my my favorite fiona outfit is the end with the like safety pin mega record mega records it's so good so i think it's just the the style of the dress is so fucking cool um and and you've, oh her eye makeup in that scene too she looks so fucking cool like it's it's all the black but it's that hot pink and it's like in a certain yeah. shape it just looks really good and melody with the with the yellow I'm not a makeup person I swear like I don't I don't even wear it but this this like the the style of it was just so fucking cool and I I think that other dress that Josie wore at that party whenever Alan M which we need to have a discussion on him okay like that dress was just super super pretty. And um, a rich, just like I love the whole like idea of them having the hats and the tails. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if you would see a band do that now. Like how would people react? Yeah, towards the PewDiePie years, man. That's it all. Is, she, it's, it's just literally it's, that. Man. PewDiePie is bringing it back. Bring I don't think back. he knows well, it. There was um, an Ariana Grande. Oh yeah. Like at one of her stadium tours, she sold the like cat ears. And yeah, I was like, I this, is, this is Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> like, the why Josie it? ears. Like, we've already sewn half a million of the Josie ears for big concerts. <laughs> I love all the uh, the musical references to tragedy. Like, at the beginning, whenever, like, he tells him to, you know, basically crash the plane, he quotes American Pie by Don McLean. Oh, take the Chevy to, to the levee. Yeah, take the Chevy <laughs> to the levee. Or, like, whenever the uh, that one girl gives a pretty, oh, it smells like Teen Spirit. And, like, take her away. Like, it's just a bunch of references to music. It's great. Those, that stuck out to me quote wise i was wondering if you were to catch that oh yeah, no, I, that. well there's so many references to bands too like yeah even, especially like i think it's why I like uh val so much when she's like the beastie boys the rolling stones mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. there's always exclusives to it we understand <laughs> the beatles the, the beatles. beatles like seriously pussycats is actually a really badass name for a band you, oh, here, this is actually an interesting question. Just like I guess for like conversation, this has been a thing I see online a lot. Uh-huh. So like we, we talked about the makeover scene. Do you think people would complain about that now? Like montages of makeovers? No, just makeovers in general. Because like if you go oh. look at the, like, like like Ali Sheedy, the her character gets a lot of like flack now for getting a makeover in Breakfast Club. Oh, that's right. People kind of talk shit about that. But honestly, like when I see it for the first time, it's wonderful. Like okay, you're taking away like kind of her identity. That's how she wants to look, right? But I don't know. For some reason, when I was younger, that wasn't really the whole thing. It was just to like take your hair out of your face, show show your face, show yourself. I never really got it as the change yourself for a guy. But I guess how I could see how some people kind of think that. But I mean, these girls didn't really get that general huge makeup. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool, actually, mm-hmm. if they looked a little bit different than how they did when they came out of the makeover. Yeah. Like a different hairstyle. I feel like that could have been kind of neat. 
I mean, I don't know. I think this makeover works in this movie. But like, I wonder if like Princess Diaries, that's like a very classic makeover scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, it doesn't really bother me or anything like that. But I don't know. Alex, what's your, what are your thoughts? Um, I was thinking of another Rachel Lee Cook movie. She's all that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Where she yeah. gets the makeover. <laughs> um, but where Anna Paquin's character says, like, um, I'm introducing, like, not imp- not the new and improved, but just different. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's very true. I like that movie a lot, actually. That's such a They're supposed movie. to remake them. Just, like, don't do it. What? They're oh. remaking it? They're supposed it? to yeah. remake Ew, it. Ew, no. Yeah. Like, That's they, terrible. There's not even good teen actors to pull off anymore, either. Oh, no. It's a like dying art. Oh man! Talking, but then again, Yuma had that conversation on like the, the lack of like modern teen movies for the most part that exist. Yeah, well, I have to say I'm a fan of those. What are the 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 P.S. I love you kind of whatever? You what are. is it called? <laughs> yeah, did I not talk about that with you? Are you no, sure? I haven't watched right? the third it's, one, but like oh, I, to all the boys. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. watched. I hear that talked about so much in my class. <laughs> I I watched the second one last year and immediately had to have like a palate cleanser, so I watched uh, someone great. Uh, what is that it's also on netflix it's gina rodriguez and uh oh, Brittany okay. Snow. that one was good um yeah but so smiley we're actually in the middle of watching moxie which is an amy poehler movie um that's like teenager ish and book smart is like one of my top movies also mm-hmm. and that was directed by olivia wilde and came out two years ago yeah, yeah. Um, that's on my list of things to watch. Actually, you haven't seen it. Yeah, I want to watch that one. That, that's like remember I told you there's like the list of movies I haven't seen that I want to see. Like that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? The one with Saoirse Ronan, Lady Bird's the other one I want to watch too. Yeah. But that's for other reasons. Yeah, those are just movies I want to watch. I've not watched yet. Dang, let me get on it. Yeah. Well, I have so do them, I. Actually. I have them there. <laughs> um, I haven't seen the third one either, Alex. Maybe we should watch it. <gasps> okay. But I don't know. I guess teen like teen movies. You know what? Love Simon is a really great one. I oh, really yeah. enjoyed that movie. Smiley was there. We had such a great time. But I mean, like this was a like. Would you say this is kind of a teen movie, or it's just a general anybody? Right? It's a night. It's it's a late nineties, early two thousands movie. That's yeah. the best. Like we talked about the peak. These are like movies that fit that era, and yeah. you can tell just by the way it was shot, the mm-hmm. story, and and this is actually my favorite parts of the film. It's the small little like light moments in the movie where it mm-hmm. goes away from the plot to have like the main character talk to the, to their interest or like with their friends and they have like the reflection moment with the music in the background like yeah. it's totally like 2000s like that's yeah. how you know you're watching a movie from that time period mm-hmm. and they do it a lot and it's great I love it like I have no issue with it mm-hmm. but that's one of those tones and feels you get from those moments like when she goes back and she has her when she talks to what's her name again uh, Alan, with Alan, Alan right? M yeah. yeah when they when they talk and they have a little like <laughs> One on one with each other, really quietly, and you hear mm. like the music playing all soft. I'm like, this is this is a 2000s movie. <laughs> this is a 2000s movie. They don't do this anymore. So the song they play, um, in like in the background, it was really hard for me to choose like what song is my favorite, oh, and we could yeah. probably go into that. Like, um, you only really hear a little bit of it when she's in the bathtub. Legit, one of my favorites. Like that really pretty, like slow acoustic song. And but you hear that and you're also hearing um I think it's spin around, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of the melody of the beginning of that song. Yeah. But those the three but three small words, man. Yeah, yes. three small words is my that's, favorite that's, too. That's the best. I can yeah. just, just watch the movie once, I can tell you that. <laughs> three small words. My five year old niece, Divinity, knows the chorus to that song. 
All thanks to Tracy because she plays because they they have this. Uh, by the way, this album is available on iTunes. You can get it. It's product placement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's now on Spotify. It's now on Spotify, so you can just get it anywhere now besides the CD on Amazon. But it's good to have the CD too. Um, but I I think it's so cute that Tracy plays it all the time when she's driving and she picks her up from like daycare and stuff. She was always playing it, and that's how Davy just loves it. And I have a recording of her singing it, and it's so great. And but she the only part she really knows is the whole six whole hours. <laughs> like the way she sings it is so cute. It's very funny. But I don't know. I love that we're passing it on because she like, okay, this movie isn't bad for kids. I really like don't think it's bad. Yeah, like, I don't think so either. I, I, I did I research after that. Apparently, like the creators of the show were kind of pissed off about this movie, too, about that. <gasps> really? But then like have sub- have chilled out over the years because Riverdale is way darker yeah. of a TV show now. So oh, I, yeah. I watched the first few seasons of Riverdale. I'm like two seasons behind. Um, oh, huh. But Josie and the Pussycats does come out in the first like two seasons and then they slowly break off and it's like um Hmm. but yeah i think like with riverdale out now it's this is very much a tame movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's crazy i mean i I can understand it like what's the whole point of the comics is they're just they're friends they're a band is that pretty much it pretty much yeah yeah Yeah. that that's it Um, that's probably why it's not a big deal Sabrina is also like a character in Archie Comics, but she's from oh, Greendale. Right. Oh, okay. Wow, that's really weird. All this stuff. Because I, I mean, I don't think I even understood that Riverdale was a part of that. And I was like, whoa, that's really random. I think I, when I was younger, I tried reading Archie Comics and they were, they were kind of cute. Yeah, so uh, Pretend to Be Nice is probably also like tied with Three Small Words. It is, um, yeah. But so I'm looking up like the credits for these songs. Babyface was a producer on half of the songs. Babyface? Um, he was like a pretty big producer. Oh, or wow. Or I think is. Mm-hmm. He's the one who did like the Bad Boys soundtrack. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Prince of Egypt, also Ghostbusters 2. Oh, wow. The other producer is um, Adam Schlesinger. Mm-hmm. Who I think passed away last summer or fall. Oh, it was like wow, this big yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a big thing because he he has done so much. Um, I guess in film too. I mean, mm-hmm. he also did that thing you do, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, so he's pretty well known. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy when that happened because he was very young. Yeah, he produced the other half of the album. Wow. Who wrote these songs? Um, it looks like some of them were written by um, Kaplan and Elfont. Wow. That's super cool. And that's exactly what you do in your Shut script. Up. Okay, so <laughs> that's crazy because songwriting is a really, really hard thing to do. I don't know how many songs that you've written in your script between everything, right? Yeah, seven. Like there, seven. Seven. I think, okay, that's a good amount. Because that's like that's like this movie. Yeah, like honestly, the only thing I can say is that they got better. That's <laughs> what I can mm-hmm. say. Because you can tell when I started writing for the first time, and when I like got used to writing music. Mm-hmm. It's it, even even between those seven songs, like there's an obvious progression. Like, oh wow, I'm comfortable with this now. Yeah, but it's like Sing Street because you can tell when they start the movie, they're kind of rough. Kind of rough. But then they get a little yeah, better. I think that was like why I didn't mind keeping those other ones that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, I can imagine. It is not fun. That's cool that they wrote their own music for this. I know. Man, this is so good. What? Okay, so you are saying that you probably think that Three Small Words is probably up there. Yeah. And your favorite song. Such yeah. a good intro song. It's here. a great intro song. It felt like 
like like it felt way it felt like two thousands. It reminds you like if you watch Scott Pilgrim, it has that same opening mm-hmm. Launchpad McQuack song, and it just you know you're into a movie right away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about this one. It goes right into it. Yeah. Are you wait, no, we're saving that for the end. We're saving it for the end. Okay. So should we go into quotes? I'm trying to think of what else there we could talk so about. So many quotes. Yeah. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Do I have anything else? I'm I'm looking here. Uh, I don't. I mean, I mean, just I mean, just it's not the deepest thing, but I do like the satire, mm-hmm. like legitimately. Is is it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like I think you talked about quote classic. I think people for some reason, it, like they're like the biggest complaint I saw. Like, I did look up notes immediately after we finished. Uh-huh. It was like, oh well, it's too product placement heavy. I'm like. That's the point. Yeah, that's that's exactly. the actual yeah. point of the film. Mm-hmm. But it's too much. It loses the point by doing it too much. I'm like, no, it proves the point even mm-hmm. further by being that way. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Maybe I'm just defending a movie I like. Mm-hmm. That's great, though. That's great. Because this is such a... This is... I don't know. And then I guess that's why it made such a cult classic. Only some, I guess, would like it rather than others. Like, I guess, mainstream. But... um what was I gonna say? I was gonna mention. I think they have like a hidden message about about can't hardly wait in the movie, and I read that on IMDb. Oh yeah, um, it's where is it at? It's on one of the um, scrolling marquees. It says can't hardly wait was underrated. I, I guess wonder, I, I can talk about that all day. I can too. Like legit, that movie is just so good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we brought up Alan M. Okay, <laughs> sexiest guy in Riverdale. Okay, okay, he's great. He's a great character. Um, but I hate the flip flops. I'm sorry. Oh my God. It has always bothered me for the longest time. Tracy knows this. I just can't. It's it always bugged me about him. <laughs> but you know, I guess now I think he's super sweet. And I thought it was. Um, I love the whole like. Oh, have you ever never like told anyone? This guy is so smelly in my office. Like, <laughs> come on. Just a dude. Thought he was just a dude. Did it right. <laughs> yeah. Played his part. Like Alan <laughs> no. M. Alan M. It's like um, he's like drop the. He's like, what's with the initial? It didn't work for Sheila E. And it doesn't work for you. <laughs> for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good quote right there. So is the whole. You can kiss my cellulite-free ass for all I've done for you. I have that written down. <laughs> written down. Yeah. Eric says that all the time. He also quotes, "But everyone's already here." God, he loves. Oh, okay, that. I think I think mine was the. If, was if I can go back in time, I'd want to meet Snoopy. I literally <laughs> yeah. died. Like, Lauren was... saw my face when she said that. I was like, oh, my God. It doesn't make any sense, like, but it's so good. I have, like, so many. Um, so this this week, my favorite one was... Mm-hmm, this um, week. It's like, um, who wouldn't want everyone they went to high school with kissing their ass? It's like, most people have to wait <laughs> until their 10-year reunion mm-hmm. for that sort of revenge. I have that written down too. <laughs> and he comes out in uh, Romeo and Michelle's high yes. school reunion, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. God, I love that movie. I don't. I think we watched it together, like pretty one of the last few times we went to Austin. And I didn't. I never appreciated that movie enough. That movie is so fucking good. Like no wonder y'all watched that movie. Um, the other the quote that I have recently like mm-hmm. heard is. Um, like i want heath ledger or he's like i want um a vintage tea and heath ledger, heath ledger. <laughs> that's when they say that he's um the new matt damon right yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's the uh i'm such a pig no you're not how much do you weigh oh uh, 118 my- ha 115 three pounds lighter it's like so pretty and popular <laughs> like, thong. the new thong the new thingle <laughs> the thong is pretty is pretty popular 
Like, I'm sorry, I have something caught in my teeth. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, uh, Stephen, about the ending. Like, what did you, because it was so random. It goes off the rails, bro. It goes, it goes off, off the, the rails. rails like man. how they knew each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the lisping Lisa Snyder. I had, I had to write her name down. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Like, it, it's what I expected here. <laughs> okay. I <was laughs> like, like... I, I was already like, this movie is what it is. What it is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I was because I was sitting here because you'd never seen it, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, what is he gonna think of this whole part? Because it does kind of go on this weird kind of area at the end of this movie. I mean, it, would it have lost me? Probably. Yeah, but I don't care. Like, it's a movie. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, it's and it's a silly film in the first place. Like, yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not like this high art like Oscar movie, obviously, but it's a yeah, good movie, and, a good and, movie. And, and it's fun. And like it's an it's a two early two thousands film for general audience. It's gonna have a crazy ending and go out to place. That's just what it does. Yeah. That's what they did back then. It's totally fine. Yeah. Did you? Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, it just like it reminds me of like what Hot American Summer, where oh that's like God. probably one extreme of the scale, and Josie and the Pussycats is kind of like closer, especially the end. Um, it's closer yeah. that way. Exactly. Especially when they go off and do drugs and then they just come back all fine from coming into town. Fun story. You know, I almost yeah. suggested that because guess what? Uh-huh. You've never I seen it. I don't either. Oh, Dude, my God. It's so fucking hilarious. And I, and I, yeah. I think you have to, like, be in a right mindset and know that you're going in to watch a movie that's completely off the rails. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, it's all it, off the rails. It's great. Like way more so than this movie, but like, um, like this movie has a lot of heart. Has you know, it has those like, um, empathetic like those moments, those sweet moments, um, friendship and everything like that. But this one is that one's just wild. But it's so good. You have to you have to watch that movie. Oh my god, I haven't seen it in quite a quite yeah, a few. I feel years. like you like that one. I'm like I feel like Lauren likes this one. I have to bring it up to her eventually. I just gave you like five movies that we can watch. I know. Oh, I, know. I hope you understand this. I know. It gave you a lot of help. There's a, a lot, lot of it's the early 2000s that I missed. <laughs> can I can I watch like Loser and stuff? Like when I was at, at okay. Loser. Alex, have you seen Loser? Yeah. So when I was younger, okay. I used to always like rent it from the video store because Aww. I liked American Pie too oh, so much. Yeah. I love American oh, Pie yeah. too. American Pie is the best. It one. is. Um, but I never. I don't think I ever actually paid attention to it, and so I haven't seen it since I was like twelve years old. I legit. Okay, it's really hard for me to. Okay, I, I think I have so many of these movies like in my top ten, but that one like. I think everyone knows because I've mentioned it so much in the podcast. Like a lot of these favorite films, there are movies I can watch all the time. Yeah. Like I could watch today, watch tomorrow, and I think Loser is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really underrated movie. Yeah. Just like this one, just like I mean, is Karen Lee way underrated? I don't think it is, but I mean, it probably I, I think is. It's a it big, probably is. It's kind of a big movie. It, it, by the anyway. way, we're talking about peak. That's peak Minasavari, by the way, and Loser. Oh yeah. man, and never perfect Minasavari. So, so good. Oh man, she's that's such a nice movie. I'm glad at least we've all seen that one, <laughs> and I'll watch it again. Lauren, any favorite quotes from you? I have so many. I'm like, I can quote the entire movie. <laughs> I know. I I I think I could too. Oh, the whole um. It's a ladies' room. Yeah, nothing I've ever seen before. Does anyone have uh, change for a tampon? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like I wrote that down too. Yeah, because his reaction was like, "I'm out." I'm out. There's like just so many little things, and um, where, where he's like, "What have you been doing all day?" It's like, uh, "I've been out there spreading the good word of the pussycats." <laughs> <laughs> it's like waiting in line for Dizor tickets. Dizor tickets. 
<laughs> I love the way she said. Uh, the opening where uh, what's her name, where Tara <laughs> Reid is there uh, about the pussycat sign and oh, yeah. Yeah, is, 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 is off. Yeah, I was hoping you were. I was like, oh, don't miss that, don't miss that, because you were on your computer. You know, one thing like, that no. like I've missed over and over, and on uh-huh. my recent viewing, I saw is it um, that scene where they're all in the kitchen at the beginning. Valerie's yeah. um, reading a Twelve Steps to Anger Management mm-hmm. book. Oh yeah, I, I saw that they mentioned that on the <laughs> on the IMDb facts. Did you try to coordinate the same thing whenever they show up <gasps> beginning of the movie? I love when she tells them that because oh, I'll dress yeah. the same way. Oh yeah, that's true. And they say that bullshit line. Yeah, special ed. Gosh. That's I think that's the only starts. thing that like that ages this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I want a vintage tea at Heath Ledger. I'm sorry. It's so great. He's like, ooh, we're so all good. being brainwashed. It's like, Diet Coke's a new Pepsi One. <laughs> okay, also the, the frequent men- mentions of CD-ROMs probably probably dates this movie mm-hmm. quite a bit, too. Oh, man, when they go into the CD player, yeah. it's so good. Th- that was, like, one of my favorite scenes as a kid. I was like, oh, really? Oh, you're showing me how my Walkman works. Dude, I, I saw a post on Facebook about a Walkman. It was the gray one, and I had that one. Oh, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm old. Like, this is all I used to... They're like, what would you lose to any Walkman? My mixed CDs that were terrible. <laughs> like, um, Fall Out Boys from Under the Cork Tree was, like, probably... <laughs> 2004, it's finest. I Dang. played that CD, like, back-to-back all the time. I got it at Walmart in Keensville. Nice. <gasps> wow. Damn, this is so old school. Oh, coasters. I forgot all I about that. I never knew what coasters were when I was younger watching this movie. Oh, I was for like, real? what the hell is she talking about? I guess it's just super fancy. Right? I'm like, they were mm. everywhere. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm still diving through coasters. There's just so many. He's I like, oh, oh, he's like, what? He's like, what are you doing? He's like, um, we're like trying to play a song. He's like, no, he's like, you can't play here. I'm trying to sell things. They're new, they're orange. Orange. <laughs> It's so shitty when she wants the Big Mac, too. <laughs> You're vegan. Like, yeah, but I really want one. Yeah. Gosh, this movie's just oh, so Oh, no, cool. the napkin thing was really funny, too, when she describes, what's his name for the first time? Uh, Tara Reed, and she describes... Uh, oh, my God. When she, she describes him Wyatt? As like, as, uh, yeah, Wyatt as like a napkin, which is any friends or something like that. Like, that whole part was unnecessarily hilariously deep <laughs> yeah like with the whole like foam when he could have just gotten espresso yeah. it's like oh my god <laughs> it's great it's so stupid i loved it and he's just this huge like <laughs> and he doesn't know who his real friends are <laughs> i don't know something like that it was so great it really was it did get deep for a moment mm-hmm. yeah the, like so breaking the fourth moment are great like we we're talking about too like mm-hmm. the uh would you go see it? Would you would you buy a CD by someone named Dr. Katz? Would you go see a comic book? Read a comic book? Yeah. Watch a cartoon? Go out and see a movie? Call Josie and the <laughs> it's Pussycats? like legit everything. Like simply the Pussycats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else could have done it. Like seriously. Wait, which part? Um, no, just like um, Alan Cumming. I don't know who else oh, could have done yeah. that. He's like the master of accents. I swear to God. Like you don't really know that that guy is like actually Scottish. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. I don't know if he's ever actually done a movie like with his accent, his real one. Something that I read in the IMDb facts was that like him and Parker Posey were in The Good Wife together. And I forgot he was in that show. And I think they were, I don't know if they were a married couple or something like that. Or I guess it kind of goes back, but they did a few episodes and I thought that was super cute. I really like that he's still like humble and he was doing, I think one of those like autocomplete interviews and mm-hmm. he was like, it's strange how 
people come up to me and like you're this famous person and he's like i still feel like i'm floop from uh spy kids and oh i'm like that's God. why i love I you <laughs> i forgot it all about that too um yeah another one was du jour was in my bathroom <laughs> sorry i loved it oh, he's like well you look like you came out okay it's like um like it was in the middle of a Metallica concert. Like I thank God every day I knew the words to enter Sandman. <laughs> um, something that always makes me laugh, and I feel like I'm the only one that goes crazy when it. <laughs> She's like, "I'm perfect just the way I am." Holy shit! That girl's got a skunk on her head. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Okay, it sucks that she was all in love with Alan M, and but she ended she gets up with the Les. Yeah. She gets Les like. Come on, you know what I mean? <laughs> do every Rivers and I do the thing of like the woo woo? Oh my god, <laughs> I was just gonna where she's with the, the sign. I'm with the man and that sh- that shitty sign. Okay, so when Davy was singing that song and I was recording, I did the woo woo. It's only Tracy understood. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was great. I I I don't know. She's a runner up because she's so fucking great. Did you know your flies? Yeah, like you guys know he's lying. <laughs> like hello. It's like you want to sign the pussy cats? Like your phone didn't even ring. It's on vibrate. <laughs> yeah, that old ass like nineteen ninety oh, yeah. something phone. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure you could hear the vibrate. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know it's. She's, I don't know, that chick is so good in playing that bitch role. Yeah. <laughs> Bitchy McBitch or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a runner up for me because she's such a bitch and I love it. <laughs> oh, another thing. I mean, I also, I, love, I also love like the brother sister kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I love how he's like, it's the very sad moment where you're kind of like, Oh, everyone's just really sad, and they're playing that wonderful sad song. And um, he's standing outside the the store that's closed. <laughs> Match the shirt. <laughs> like, that dude is ridiculous in this movie. Man. <laughs> I mean, I always see him as El from Road Trip, so it's just, yeah. It's weird oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> oh man, that was just. I'm so glad you like this movie. Too. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 ridiculous, but I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I thought of too in my notes, but like, mm-hmm. you could tell it's a movie. It's time too because the fact that it's rock music as well. Yeah. Like I don't think this would work anymore. You don't think so? I don't know. They'd have to change it up. Yeah. Because it, it, it's so much punk. It's like pretty hardcore punk at points too. It is. Yeah. Like like, mm-hmm. like they're they're playing basically punk rock music. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I said mention the Paramore thing. It, it's not even that much of pop punk either at the beginning. Yeah. It's a little harder than like Avril Lavigne kind of yeah, shit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's pretty punk. The guitars and the and the drum work is like replica of like like a hardcore punk style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like because like Letters to Cleo. I don't know if you would like. Would you say they're pop punk? I don't. Probably not. Probably not. But like, it's still in that '90s kind of like rock. It's. I feel like it's kind of grungy, kind of yeah, rock. It's like yeah, like grunge. It, it exists in that era. Yeah, I I think so too. And it's such a great band, such a great sound. So I guess when that was kind of, I feel like it was kind of picking up yeah. at that well, time. Like, and, and, and there was that sign, and whenever they go, they show them the downstairs laboratory. It didn't mm-hmm. say like hip hop is dead, rock is in right now. And I'm like, that's not the case anymore. Oh yeah, I know. I know that's kind of true. It switched top of its head. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess I would say the same. Modern rock sucks so bad. It's not Ra- great. Radio rock so bad. Yeah, it's not great. It really isn't great. Um. 
Well, some, I don't know. I don't, like, give me an example. I don't know. I have to say, I liked that band that people gave shit to. I don't Nickelback? I like no. <laughs> I'll take that. You know, no. I, I think we take for granted how good and bad some of those 2000s wonders were. I know. Because, like, Nickelback is bad, but I like Nickelback. Yeah, and, I'll take, and, I'll, and I'll take Nickelback compared to, like, Five Finger Death Punch, who seems to sing song every time. And when I turn on okay. the radio, yeah, I have to immediately it's like switch to one style. I can't do that. Like, so one of my like favorite bands is this Canadian rock band called Marianas Trench, and they mm-hmm. are on um, Nickelback's like the lead dude who has his record label. They're like mm-hmm. friends with him, and they're on oh, his label. Wow. So I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I really like this dude. He's a great songwriter of uh-huh. the lead of Marianas Trench. And so I guess I have to give Nickelback some credit. I think I I like I started like doing that like Nickelback joke thing when I was in college because there was someone in the newsroom that like loved them so much. And so everyone was like (laughs) shitting on her. And I was like, oh, is this like a thing now? Okay. I think it's just like a trend to hate them. (laughs) Right. They're not they're not like that bad. No, not at all. (laughs) Lauren's like, I I love Nickelback. I have a shirt underneath. I do. It's what I'm wearing right now. No, I, I'm not embarrassed to say that they're like a good band. They have some good hits. Even if you hate them, you know the music. You right. know yeah. the lyrics. You <laughs> yeah. have to. Yeah, it, it takes you back. Yeah. Man, it takes you back. Yeah. It's not bad. Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other 2000s bands but that like, would be really great. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many, obviously. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes I get Blink vibes. I mean, Blink-182 yeah. is probably my favorite band ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, my music taste lives between 2004 and 2009. So you yeah, know, you know. Yeah, right there. Progressively yeah. emo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still like Ferris. Our like college friend used to like. Fu- yeah, Ferris used to make fun of me and be like, "You're still stuck <laughs> in junior high because I was still listening to like Panic at the Disco, which I still do now, but like mm-hmm. back then in college, and I was yeah. like, yes. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I spread <laughs> I spread the message of the gospel of our our youth to my kids when I'm teaching or whenever like we're working on assignments. It's like mm-hmm. I have no problem pulling up Mayday Parade, pulling up my <laughs> Chemical Romance and things like that in class oh, while, yeah. while Dude, we're working. Um, so my Chemical Romance was my first rock concert when I was. Oh wow! And I'm so jealous. I think I was I was in junior high. I must have been like in seventh grade. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw them in San Antonio. The ticket was. Thirty dollars. Oh Wait, well, was it their concert? Yes, it was them, and it was outside. Oh, it was with Alkaline Trio and Reggie and the Full Effect. I love Alkaline wow. Trio. So that's a good show. I got, I like broke myself to get tickets to their reunion tour that was supposed to happen oh, last, year. last year. I paid over three hundred dollars for those tickets that are just sitting there because I don't know if the show is canceled or not. Yeah, I actually almost bought tickets for that for a show too. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a student whose mom is a big MCR fan. And I guess he told her I was a big fan. And she had extra tickets. She's like, well, tell your teacher I'll sell them for a good price. And I almost bought them. Mm-hmm. And right before I was going to buy them, it hit. COVID yeah. hit right during spring break. So I didn't buy tickets after all. I'm just wow. sitting on them. like, And that's because I, I got them for like Vegas. Because I was like, I'm an adult now. Yeah, right. I'm not 12 years old. I can leave the state. Right. And go and see them and like oh yeah. I'm so like upset. I, I will say as a teacher though, and I me and one of my coworkers talked about this a few weeks ago, we noticed that and I'm not even a big TikTok person because I'm not, but mm-hmm. TikTok's a thing. And um there is an emo revival on TikTok. Yeah, it's, there is it's it, it's so massive. Like the other day, and this is more like seeing emo, like 
I had a kid show up and they're like, have you seen the, uh, the shake it dance i'm like what like metro station shake it it's like and, I, and they're like there's a dance for it and i'm like there wasn't even a dance for it 10 years ago when it came out and then they all started going off i'm like oh my god is, is it bad is it bad it's it's what you expect i'm trying to imagine it's just a, it's a bunch of arm movements <laughs> bunch of arm uh, movements. that song uh, is so good yeah, i'm sorry I, yeah i mean the, so yeah, and then like I saw one. I had a student send me one. It was terrible. It was like an emo dad trying to explain to his son uh, that he uh, wanted to send a letter back to his friend Maria. And I'm like, oh my god, this, this is just all time low. And, I'm, and I was like, it was so much. Oh my god, I still love them. Oh, yeah. I do too. Yeah, that's great. Alex, did you go to the Warp Tour in San Antonio in 2005? Do you remember? No. So. That was when I saw my chemical. Yeah, no, I went, I think, the next year. When I started going, MCR had not gone anymore. But I did meet Katy Perry at Warped Tour. Oh, that's right. We probably, wait, in San Antonio? Yeah. We were there together. Oh, my God. I went to that same one. I saw Katy Perry, um, and it was pretty fun. Um, I think so. My first warp tour was the whole reason was to go was to see my chemical romance. And then, um, I think we saw several other people there too, but now that I think about it, I look back and I'm like, "Fuck, the Offspring was there," and I it's like I didn't care. At I saw time, I met New Song Glory. Did I care <gasps> that I met them? No. Oh my god, <laughs> I love them so much. Sorry. Speaking of early 2000s, being 12 years old in my room, it was all New Found Glory, uh, Sticks and Stones, which is a great album. <laughs> yeah, going back to the movie though, like the concert scene, just I love it so <sighs> much. Doesn't it make you miss concerts? Yes. God damn. Everyone's really spaced out, which isn't really like I've so I've been to one stadium concert and it was Blink 182. And that's the one we went to? No, it was a different one. When they like that's right, that's right. That big yeah, because we did go we went to the X Games one, then I went to this one, and then we went to another one. (laughs) That that one was great. It was oh my god, that one had a lot of sung to. Yeah, it was amazing. Incidentally. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, when we were watching All American Rejects, it was kind of like standing area. No one was shoving each other. It was great. I was like, wow, this is going to be so much fun. No, I saw All American Rejects at Brewster Street. Oh, my God. Really? In college. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't believe they were there. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I when I first went to see Paramore. Mm-hmm. There was just a girl behind me who, like, I really wanted to punch in the face the oh, whole time. Because no. we're, like, and it, it's expected. You know, we're near the front. So, like, Haley's very close, and I get it. This girl is, like, jumping to get <gasps> to the front of the stage. Like, behind me, like, she's shoving and jumping. And just like, no. <laughs> this is my spot. You can keep pushing all you want. Man. Uh, Paramore shows were super hard to get to at Warped Tour. I remember that. What I, I remember, the, tre- yeah, yeah. The first two years that I went, the first year I is when Paramore was like still not super popular. Um, mm-hmm. and then the second year I went, I just saw them explode. Like it was like the first time I I could get to the front of the stage. The second time I, mm-hmm. you like there was no way. There was so many. Yeah, the, I looked at their schedule on on. A, it's funny. I, I was looking at the uh, what's it called the Warped Tour schedule a couple years, a couple months ago. And like within one year, they were like on the lower stage, like in the middle yeah. stage, and then yeah, the next yeah. year they're headlining. They're headlining. That's wild. within a year. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a blow. That's up. big. And she was what, like seventeen, eighteen? Yeah. yeah. Like that's insane. For my perfect woman. Yeah, your dream woman. My dream woman. She seriously, I seriously get vibes. You know, Haley vibes from Josie. It's so great. I love it so much. But Rachel Lee Cook is still doing stuff. Like she's in those really sweet Hallmark movies. She she's was in very cute ones. She was in the last season of Criminal Minds. 
Oh wow, really? Yeah, she like well, the the final season. Yeah, she was in a couple oh, wow. of episodes. I love Matthew Gray Goobler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's her dream boy. That yeah, or man. I love him. Anyways, I know. Um, yeah, she plays his love interest in the last like season. Oh, that's sweet. And I was like, I Rachel Lee Cook, where'd you come from? Oh, that's kind of cool. Do they end up together? Yeah, she gets like kidnapped <gasps> oh, in the last episode. Oh well, there you go. The figures. Wow. But that's great. That's great for her. I mean, she's still coming out. She's got really cute Instagram. But I do feel like Rosario Dawson's like really just exploding even more. Exploding yeah. more. She's aged beautifully. Really has. Like she She's a Sokotano in Star Wars now. Like she she, she <laughs> oh has my God, a, yeah. She has a career spoilers. She does she has a <laughs> career like forever now, basically. Yeah. yeah. Even if she doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh Man, but every time I see Rachel Lee Cook, though, I'm always going to hear uh, Sixpence on the Richer just because of yeah, she's yeah. all that. That's just always in the play in my head. Yeah, it is. That's just iconic. When you see her, you hear that song, mm-hmm. like legit. Yeah, it's like when you see Jennifer Love Hewitt, like I always imagine things are going to slow down because <laughs> of Count <Cam> <laughs> And you're going you're gonna to hear that really great Six Underground song? Yeah, by <gasps> the Jewel, right? Uh, no, I don't, not... I don't know who it is, actually. No, her quote was by Jewel. Oh, her quote by, was by Joel. Oh, yeah. But Kenny's was uh, Picture Me Rolling. Picture Me Rolling. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> uh, was it uh, basketball, JV, one game? One game, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And you know, that movie has a great intro, too. Like, mm-hmm. it legit does. Because I think they know how to hit intros really well with really them. Yeah. Do. But, you know, you know, we talked about, like, how this goes off the rails. Charlie Way goes off the rails, too, for a while there. Like, in, mm-hmm. a, in a good way, but... They have similar structure flows. They start up with a hot beginning. Mm-hmm. We get to the middle. We get jumped right into it. You know, it doesn't slow down. Yeah. And it goes through the film. And there's some nice soft moments. And then it explodes at the end. Like, mm-hmm. that that, that peaking kind of the way is never uh, Damn It comes on. And that party yeah. just goes crazy. <laughs> and I feel like it kind of has a similar method here. Yeah, it really does. Man, I really am curious how they write together. Because a lot, of, I wonder if a lot of people struggle with that, how they write with in, with teams and stuff like that. But write a movie in a pair might be kind of difficult. But I know a lot of like comedies do it, and um, I don't know. I think it would be super fascinating to see a process of that. Mm-hmm. Like, because this is like a comedy satire movie. Like, I think it'd be very interesting to sit down in that process. I do have, I guess, a writing partner for one thing I make with mm-hmm. with uh, with Josh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he handles some of the characters. I handle the other. Okay, so that's kind of how it would work. Yeah, that's super. That's super interesting. And movies like that, like okay, so Can't Hardly Wait has a ton of characters, so mm-hmm. I could see that working. So like, you get the serious parts, you kind of have yeah, these parts. That's that. kind of how we did. He's like, Stephen, you, you do the serious parts. It's usually what he tells me. I'm like, oh, okay. okay, I guess. <laughs> and I think something else that freaked you out was that Breckin Meyer was married to her. Yeah, to, yeah. To her, um, what was her name? Cap- uh, I know Ka- Kaplan. Yeah, is it Deborah? Is it Deborah? I think it's yeah. Deborah Cap. Uh, yeah, that's crazy that they were married. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. I, I remember reading that like maybe not that very not long ago because I think I was just so freaked out that they wrote this movie and that one. But anyway, we should probably dive into some final thoughts. And um, I know we had some spoilers at the beginning, but we went everywhere with this podcast. We today. went everywhere, <laughs> just like the movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you basically already told us that you're gonna rewatch this movie. I'll rewatch it. I you, like it. It's good. It's, it's a fun good? movie. Yeah. It was a fun movie. I, I'd go. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any? What are the usual questions besides that? Okay. So it's basically, would you watch this movie again? Yeah. Of I always have to go back. Spoiler alert! I always have to go back and look at the, <laughs> look at the questions on. <laughs> we do this uh, all the one time. One of them is like, would you rent or buy? 
Yes. Would you buy this movie? I don't know if I'd buy it. I have it on HBO Max. I feel like it's good enough for me right it's now. It's good enough. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was on HBO Max, but I have wanted this movie for so long that I think like a couple months ago, I just, I bought it on Vudu and I was like, I need oh, it. okay. I need it now. I, 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 I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm going through that phase too on my Amazon Prime and partially because you can't find some of these movies like you can't, to, to buy yeah. physical copies. Like, oh yeah. Like we were talking about the Go Next Door earlier. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot buy that movie on Blu-ray unless you're going to pay like 40 bucks. Oh my god! Really? So like, I, I, I just bought I just bought it on Prime for fifteen. Like, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I prefer physical, but you know, that's just the thing. I know, me too. Like, I I I think there's some movies I would like to have physical, right? But like, I, I don't own very many movies on Voodoo. Like, I haven't gotten to that stage yet. I have seen straight. I have seen straight physical now. Oh dang! So you just straight up bought oh, that? Oh, it was a Christmas gift someone got for me. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, would you recommend this to someone else? Sure, someone I know who loves this time period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if I know someone, like, loves everything. We talked about, like, I, I don't know, we kind of just traced the history of, like, late 90s, early 2000s films in this podcast. So mm-hmm. I feel like anybody who likes those movies would probably like this one, too. Yeah, I mean, me and Tracy just grew up with this movie. How I don't even know how we discovered it. Don't really remember when first time watching it. Obviously, we didn't go see this movie in theaters. I don't really think it did very well, but I don't know if it was, like, a like a huge failure at the box mm-hmm. office or anything like that. But um, yeah, it was probably one of those movies we rented and it just looked super cute. Yeah. So I'm going to change this. Okay. We always bring up the draft house every time <laughs> we bring up this question. So I'm just going to ask it like in this way. So this is going to be kind of from now on. If the draft house, if the Alamo draft house was showing this movie, would you go see it? It's going to be a quote along with a lot of props. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, like, can you imagine what it would be? I yeah. Know. They were showing it a couple weeks ago. Um, but mm-hmm. I think like Rivers and I couldn't figure out our schedule to go and watch it. Damn. And I was so upset. And that's, that's where it came up in the last couple of weeks where I was like, fine, just come over and we'll watch it here. Just, just think yeah. about the movie part. They're going to give you the Josie ears. Oh my God. It's easy. Josie ears. Yeah, like the food is easy because there's just so much product placement. <laughs> just to sell the bowl of snacks. <laughs> snacks. The M&Ms and the Pringles. <laughs> I'm such a pig. um yeah and we eric and i actually almost went to but we had i had other stuff going on so i couldn't go either it's so unfortunate because i think it was like in february it was like after valentine's day and i was like this is such a perfect thing for us to do and we didn't get per yeah no pun intended um but yeah that's gonna be the new thing because we always just bring up the draft house you know it's funny because if you asked me about it i would have said the draft house sure (laughs) see and that's why i'm gonna change it because i think the draft house gives you a whole like other experience this is not an ad i swear we just love that place so much much. it's just so good to us like please i know i'm actually supposed to go see the lord of the rings in a few weeks (laughs) are you going to the cast reunion thing i am yeah um it's gonna be interesting um i don't mind extended versions too get ready you know i've never seen lord of the rings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a good one. Those are the it's, good ones. It's good. They're if, really good. They're, yeah, they're you actually. You have to have really, time. You have to have time. You really. I, I've seen them all one time. Um, I was falling asleep at the third one, but again, we were laying down all day. I'm. I, I have to sit in a theater. If I sit in a theater, it's not going to be the same. Uh, like I won't be falling asleep. Okay, so last and final question: Are you glad you watched this movie? Yeah, you of are. Of course, yeah, it's totally cool. I, I, I it was a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me forget about my neck pain. So <laughs> okay, that yeah. was good. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just it was an experience. I'm mm-hmm. always I like watching movies. You know that. So this was just like a. This just adds to my collection of movies from this time period. Mm-hmm. That's why I still left up the. 
actual screen behind me. Yeah, it's still up because it, oh, okay, it's so good. It's just like their photo shoot. I love it so much. Yeah. That whole part is great too. Mm -hmm. Like when they're with the whole uh, pretend to be nice song Mm -hmm. and they're just getting super famous in the span of a week. That's another great montage. This movie has quite a few great, like a, has quite a few great montages. Um, this was fun. This was so spontaneous, by the way. We did not plan this. I think we secretly hoped we could do this episode. I know Alex really, oh, yeah. really hoped. Did you think we would we would find someone that would didn't see it? I don't know because I only think of like our immediate friend group. Right. I know because we're clashing a few different friend groups. Yet we don't watched can't hardly wait that one time together. And That's we don't true. Really... We did experience this together. Yeah. That's so random because I'm I'm trying to remember that and I it's hard. I don't even remember Rami leaving. It was like he's like yeah he showed up for. <laughs> That's why I always like to say that you guys are my friends first and then my brother swooped in. Um, oh. He like did not <laughs> like hanging out with us. That, mm. Those like first few months and that mm-hmm. was one time where he tried to hang out with us and left and was like you guys are really weird i'm like what do you mean like we're all weird i can remember him saying that i'm pretty sure he did he was like here's where i like okay i'm leaving y'all are weird okay i'm leaving well now he's super weird because he hangs out with us all the time but um yeah this was super fun i'm glad we just we were able to sit down and talk about this movie and i knew you would appreciate it so i'm Mm -hmm. really glad you watched it because this movie was it's just so good i can't Alex, any other final thoughts? I mean, rewatching it again and again and again. Um, I am <laughs> like, I I want all the merch that like floats around Fiona's head. Oh my god! Oh yeah, the Josie bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and you even own the t-shirt. Yes, don't you? yeah. I'm like shout out to Amber because she surprised me during the pandemic early uh-huh. days and sent me a gift, and it's. Um, the shirt that says uh, Josie and the Pussycats is the best movie ever. Join the army. Yeah, it's just a black t-shirt. I really need to find that for Eric too because that would be fucking hilarious. What would be a great outro quote? Jerkin. Mm. Jerkin? That is the fucking weirdest. You know that's at the end of the credits. Oh yeah, because we actually watched it all the way through. Also, I love the whole, like, having outtakes at the end of a movie. You don't see that anymore. Yeah, you don't. I actually love that, too. <laughs> it's so much fun. Just sing the song at the end. What song? What other song is there to sing? What do you mean? The, what's the the best song that we talked earlier? Um, Backdoor Lover? Three, oh, my <laughs> Backdoor- God. Oh, so I, like, I hate um, that my brother watches, like, the 5 o'clock news, and then it goes to... <laughs> Um, world he has news, a schedule. Yes, world news tonight, and then back to the news, and then entertainment tonight. I hate entertainment tonight, <laughs> but I'm always like do 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 because of the beginning where the jour is like send it back to the studio. Oh my god, they're singing that. Yes, it's, it's et. That's good. And they're all singing like off key. <laughs> That's how we're gonna end the podcast and back to the studio. Do 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 oh my god i never got that yes and my brother's like why are you singing it i'm like it's from josie and the pussycat that's not that i actually like this show <laughs> okay steven thank you so much for enduring this podcast yeah, with us. i survived because i love how your head's going down but not in a bad way just like the whole if you're happy and you know it clap your hands when she actually claps her hands <laughs> in public. So did you really make it this far into the podcast? 
Thank you so much for listening to our show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Texas. That's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X. And give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. We may or we may not watch it. I want to thank Stephen and Alex for joining me today. And I want to give a huge shout out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, for making this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, you can kiss my cellulite-free ass for all I've done for you. Oh, and um, Never Seen It is the best film podcast ever. <laughs>